this one, I think uh, much of the problem is actually coming on from the supply side. And uh, I think a lot of people have heard us uh, for uh, you know, some of the conversations where we were saying that the drought has decreased uh, maize crop uh, 32% when you're looking on a year-to-year basis. But now when you look just in a roundup to say all the grains and the oil seeds, this drought has actually decreased the crop by 29%. And now you're looking at the soybeans, you're looking at the sunflowers, you're looking at the maize, and all of these things are quite related to the things that we're consuming on our table as highly processed in most cases, either being meat, either being dairy, and your cereal in the morning, and all of those things. So uh, much of the shock in the food price increases is coming on rightly from the supply side of the issue. I mean, this is interesting. We we used to make enough and produce enough sunflower seeds to support ourselves. We also used to grow enough maize to support ourselves. And we had, in fact, so much that we could export it to other countries and make some money from it. Why are we not able to produce as much anymore? I think uh, we are actually uh, able to produce that much. I would say so. Because, I mean, you're looking at the area that we are still planting. We've actually increased the area planting in, in most of our crops over the years. But what has happened now is something that we have no control over, the climatic uh, weather conditions. And, I mean, we never predicted that we were going to get this drought. Uh, when we planted around about January going on, a crop was actually good uh, across the country. And right in the end of February, during the pollination stages, where now it's a grain filling stage, it's flowering, now the crop is actually maturing. That's when we needed much rainfall, and we didn't get those rainfalls. And now our production was actually wiped out a large part of it in that way. So the climatic conditions are the key things that are actually caused much of this, of this uh, decrease in the crop. But on the production side, we have seen guys really going on in production and really planting more because the demand on the population side is quite increasing drastically. So, so where do we get more maize from, and, and where are we going to find enough food to support ourselves? Uh, the, uh, this year, actually, that's when we'll be needing much of that maize. I mean, in our side, the grain is saying we're looking on at our estimated something around about 750,000 pounds that needs to be imported. And a large part of that, about 700,000, we think it's going to be yellow maize which is needed mostly by the guys in the feeding industry, the ones that are feeding on our poultry, uh, our uh, livestock, where we're getting on all the dairy products and the meat. And we think much of that is going to be coming on from South America and the Ukraine. That's where we have seen uh, the around about 270, which have already landed in the country, came heavily from us, Argentina. And the white maize that we are in the shortfall of, of around about 50,000 tons, we think it's going to come on from Zambia. And there might be, of, of course, uh, some bit of uh, imports that might come come from Mexico, but uh, larger portions that we have seen on white maize that came on from really Zambia. So we think the trends are really going to be on looking on that side. But when you touch on to say we used to be a net exporter, I think that's when then this also really links on to what you are seeing on the GDP figures that are coming up. Because I mean on the export revenues of maize on a yearly basis, for example, last year you saw something which is around about $6 billion, uh rent which was generated on export revenues. Now given that we have to import, that means now we're not going to be able to get on that $6 billion that we actually, now we need to actually spend more money buying the maize from outside to bring one in the country. So the climatic conditions are really costed, not only on food production, but on the economy at large. I mean, just <clears> to <throat> stay with the, with the broader economy, before we bring this back home to how it's going to affect prices on the food shelf. Wandila, I mean, we, we used to make about 6 billion rand in, in export earnings from maize. If yes. we're going to become net importers of maize, how much are we now going to have to fork out? Now, I think we're going to 
fork out uh, quite a huge amount, but now <clears throat> it's bit of uh, difficult to quantify it because the maze is coming on on different weeks and the trading prices are different every week. So it'll be much difficult to, to quantify. But this 6 billion rents that we usually get, we get it from an export of around about 2 million tons. So now when we actually have to import something which is around about 750,000 uh, tons, and you're actually importing at an import parity price, which is higher than the suffix traded price. So you are looking at something which might be more than $2 billion. So it will depend on the traded prices, but it's quite significant. Mm. I mean, how is that actually going to affect the, the food that I buy at, at the shop, Wendila? Because I don't buy anything that, that is called maize. So, so what, what things am I going to buy that, that you know, translate into these cars? I think that there's a wide range of products that are quite linked to some of these things. I mean, you're looking on when you're waking up in the morning. You, most people, they make cereal. And then in the cereal, you need milk and you need on, um, you know, your whippings, whatever that you are eating. And all of those things, they related uh, to you in the sense that a higher maize price increases goes on to link on with your dairy products of what you are consuming as milk and also of what you are consuming as your cereal, but also what you are consuming as maize meal, as bread. So those are the key things that will actually be affected. I mean, if you look at it now, you see the two, about a 2 kg of a super maize meal is, is, is actually selling around about, uh, a 2 kg of super maize meal selling around about 8 rand, uh, 20, while about a year ago you were looking on at something around about 700, 799, 8 rand. So they have those small 20 cents, 30 cents increases that you're already seeing. And I think as we go forward approaching Christmas, you start seeing some of these increases really picking up because what happens is the maize prices and the just the raw commodity prices start to increase on the ground level. And then it takes a, there's a lag effect before it reaches on the consumer in all the final products that you are buying. I mean, you're looking on an assembly and a maize meal, you're looking at something like four to six months. But when you, when you are looking on as other things that you have, like your dairy products, your meat, your eggs, you're looking at a longer time period of around about nine months. So there's those lag effects, and consumers will think they will start to fill in these prices throughout the whole year. Because you remember that the prices started, uh, the, the commodity, raw commodity prices started to increase uh, around about uh, March. And now these increases have been filtering through, and I think that they will continue because now we are at the peak of around about 3,000 a ton of white maize. So this is really going to continue to filter through as we are approaching uh, December during the Christmas time. Wandila, you sound worried when you talk about this. Are you working on your savings? Are you budgeting? And is that something that we should be doing too ahead of this Christmas? I think that's one of the other important things because, I mean, uh, you realize that sometimes if you are staying by yourself, let's say you used to do a grocery of a whole month around with maybe assume 3,000 rand. So an increase in all of these basic products or you're looking on in all of these two rent, three rent, four rent increases, they actually translate to something where you will find yourself now actually falling short than the amount that you used to buy. So you see now you're looking at a 20% increase on the budget that you used to spend to, to dedicate on a food product, so other on a food uh, or grocery. So now I think people should really start to working on on that because they might not feel these issues, these price increases at a, at a, at a, at a, at a month-to-month basis, but as they go forward now, that are same amount of money that they used to buy all their monthly uh, products. They'll find out that, okay, this money now is becoming less. I'm still running on in a shortfall. I need to spend mm. more money. So I think we should really adjust our, our budget, especially towards the end of the year, being aware that uh, these issues, these price increases will really translate to much larger things that we are consuming.